man on the planet. He need to go up there, rabbits. Beers, beers, and more beers. I can't wait. I cannot wait. What about Andrew King? Put him in the sucker. Put him somewhere. He's too good for this game. Hello one, hello all. New South Wales have just wrapped up the Origin Series 2-0 uh, with a pretty emphatic victory over Queensland. But that's not what we're here for. We're not here to uh, talk about how dominant this New South Wales side is. We're here to talk about how to fix your Supercoach teams for the run home. Uh, put out a poll on Instagram yesterday uh, looking for questions and topics that you guys needed for me to cover. Uh, for the run home, got a lot, a lot of responses and a lot of the same questions. So I've condensed those down. Uh, we have a handful of questions today. You're going to try and cover them in detail. Look, these questions, they're going to uh, cater to a wide range of, of people. Uh, I've got a lot of listeners that, that are inside the top 100, got a lot that are struggling outside that are looking to bolster their sides for the head-to-head matchup. Uh, looking in the Whisperers group right now, we've got uh, people ranging from, from Nathan, uh, the coach of I, the Storm in 14th, all the way down to guys that haven't had the best year. Uh, we'll jump straight into the Q&As. The very first question comes from Hayden Stevens. He asks, what are the best center wing options uh, for the run home? I've categorized these into three options. I've got the clear-cut guns, I've got the pot options, and I've got one forgotten man that people are uh, perhaps falling asleep on. So no surprises here with the clear-cut options. We have Brian Toto, uh, currently owned by 46.8% of people uh, in Supercoach teams. That needs to be higher. That needs to be up around the 100% range. I know a lot of people have fallen off the wagon, but Toto is the clear-cut option uh, for center wings. I feel he's the most consistent, uh, the best base, uh, obviously on the end of that lethal Penrith Panthers left edge. He is the clear-cut center wing option uh, for the run home, followed closely by Valentine Hones. Uh, 13.8% of players uh, suffered a bit of a niggle uh, in Origin Game 2, so we'll wait to see what the fallout of that is. But I still feel uh, dual eligibility center wing fullback uh, Valentin Hones is probably the, the the standard option to have that, that isn't named Brian Toto, I think. And uh, another man on the scene, Ruben Garrick. Uh, we know how lethal he is on the wing. We saw him have a game at fullback. He was really good too. Uh, currently owned by 8.8% of people. He is a very, very high price. I understand that. Uh, but I feel with the upside that he has got uh, on the end of Tommy Turbo or even at fullback when Turbo's arrested, Ruben Garrick is uh, rounding out the top three of clear-cut options to have. Moving into the pod section, we've got two guys here, Jesse Ramey at 3.9% and Daniel Tupo at 4.8%. Really like both these guys, considering how low ownership they are. Uh, both of these guys have okay base stats. Uh, we know they can score a try or two and definitely get some tackle busts to help bust up that score. And the forgotten man, uh, I say forgotten, he is the third most highest owned player on this list. It is David Nofaluma. Now, this one might raise a few eyebrows considering the poor form that he has been in recently, but we are getting him at an absolute cutthroat price. And let's look at the run from round 21 to 25. He has the Bulldogs, the Cowboys, the Sharks, the Panthers in round 24, and the Bulldogs in round 25. So one uh, really bad matchup there, but the rest of them I can definitely get behind Nofaluma. Uh, I'm not going to say he's a pod move because he is 11.7% owned, um, but I definitely think a lot of people are sleeping on Nofaluma. Uh, all he's got to do is find uh, an inch of what he could do uh, last year for him to really be relevant for the run home. Ben Reinsbergen asks, who are the best two RFs for the run home? Uh, the same thing here. I've categorized these into two, the clear cut and the pot options. Uh, David Fafita at 28.2%. No surprises here with the uh, incredible scores he was putting out before the suspension. Uh, Fafita is top of the list, uh, followed by uh, men owned by 44% of teams, Isaiah Papali'i. Obviously, DPP can slot him into the front row. He will also feature later in this episode. Uh, Tohu Harris at 30%. It surprises me that he is only owned by 
by 30% and Papali'i is owned by 44 uh, I think those two should be very, very similar owned. Tohu has been Mr. Consistent for the last three or four years now in that 2RF position. And it's always a, a guy that I always sleep on. Uh, year after year, I find myself getting him in too late in the season. Um, but Tohu is a guy that you need for the run home. And Angus Crichton, 26.1% of ownership. Uh, he is just hitting his strides in terms of being one of the best two RFs in the comp, uh, getting a lot of tackle busts week in, week out. Looks really good uh, for Origin when he came back and for the Roosters. I think he's just taking his game to the next level. For the pod section, I've, I've actually put in Tyson Frizzell at 5.4% ownership, coming back from the ankle injury in round 18, combined with Kalen Ponga when he comes back with the run home that the Knights have. Really, really like Tyson Frizzell. Great picking him up for the run home. Uh, obviously, there's other dual position guys like Luke Thompson and Tavita Pangai Jr. We don't know what hap- is happening with him and James Fisher-Harris. These guys can slot either or other. The Tildad, uh regular contributor to these Q&As, asks, uh, going back on what you've said, is 10 trades enough for the run home? Look, in a perfect world, I would still say yes, 10 trades is fine. Uh, look, from round 17 to round 25, that's still more than one trade around, and you really, in a perfect world, only want to be trading uh, to fix up injuries, to nuff out players, or fix up suspensions and whatnot. Andrew Cordo asks a question that I'm sure it's going to impact a lot of you guys out there, and it does Matto have to go? And I think this one is another one of these subjective calls. I think it depends on how many trades you guys have. If you're in my shoes with, with very, very little trades to run with, I think Matto is, is fine to hold his ground. But if you have one of these guys that have saved a couple of trades and are really looking to hit head-to-head hard coming home, I can definitely get behind trading Matto out. The minutes just haven't been there. The base is lower than what we expected. I mean, we are relying heavily on attack. So if you have the luxury of trading out Matto, go for it. Uh, but if you're in my boat, there's definitely worse options in your team that I'm sure you can upgrade rather than Ryan Madison. Uh, Gene Sissoko asks, fullback is definitely a reserve option. What are the other three? Now, this is a cracking question. Uh, I think this is going to change week by week depending on matchups. But the way I'd be looking at it is 2RF. There was a, a fair few names there in the must-haves and, and the run-home sort of section that we had before. Um, five eighth, I think there's some good clear cut seventy plus averaging options. Cody Walker, Cam Munster, Sean Johnson, uh, Jerome Law if he finds some form, and then the other one, I think it's up to you, but I would be leaning towards that two RF again. Uh, I think there's just a lot of guys that are over seventy in that threshold that we can put in uh, and maybe mix in a center wing based off the matchups that they have week in week out. Uh, Chris Purser asks, best front row forwards for the run home. Now, I said apart from the dual position guys that I mentioned in the 2RF section, only Adam Fnall-Blake really sticks out to me. Uh, front row forward's a bit of a wasteland this year. If Lodge stays at the Broncos and he's going to get consistent minutes, I think he's a perfectly fine option to play every week. Um, considering the general average of the of the good front row forwards is anywhere from sort of 58 to 65 uh, Lodge has been putting up low 60s the last couple of weeks, so if he stays at the Broncos, um, or even gets a uh, similar game time at the new club that he's going to, then uh, I think Matt Lodge is a perfectly fine option, but AFB um, is probably the number one option, apart from the t- uh, the second row forward dual position guys that I named beforehand. Uh, Billy GG 7 says, what do we do with Gutho? What is the play? Um, I think he is a sell, uh, but there's no real obvious fullback options to pick up, so Personally, if you own someone like a Dane Laurie still, or if you own um, Alex Johnston, I definitely can get behind just shifting them down for a week or two until either Pappenhausen, Ponga, Walsh, Teddy, whoever you're wanting it to have for your uh, second fullback comes back. I think you just play one fullback um, for a week or two, and you, you reserve, obviously, AJ or Laurie, whoever you have filling in for the fullback role. 
David Lawrence asks, uh, what is the play looking back? Is it the highest thing center wings or the base stat forwards? Now, I think this was a big mistake that I made this year, and I'm not too sure about uh, you guys out there, but with the way the game was shifting and the high-scoring games we have, these high-ceiling center wings um, were the premium play from, from day one. I'm, I'm a huge base stat fan. Uh, but this year, they just haven't been as important. We look at guys like Ruben Garrick, Alex Johnston, uh, Josh Adokar, when he scored six tries, had a monster game. So these um, strike wingers that, that are going to just rely on scoring tries, I think you need them in your team for the run home just because um, of the, I guess, the mass opportunity they have. Like, I, I understand with AJ that if he has a quiet week, there's a, a 20 on the scorecard, but that, that 20 uh, and then the potential 100 he scores the week after... I think far outweighs the 55, 60 points that you, you're going to get from guys like Payne Haas, Tamalolo, uh, Maddo. Like these guys we relied on in the past with their base stat scoring. And I think that's just the way the game is moving. I think they're moving towards attacking players. Um, I've been pretty outspoken on social media about how I think the scoring system should be uh, maybe looked at and, and not rewarding uh, wingers that, that do nothing but score two tries, the same points as what they do as a front row forward that plays 60 minutes. I think that needs to be overlooked. But... The rules are how they are, and I think these high-ceiling center wing guys um, definitely have a place in, in your team moving forward. Uh, Lachlan Berry asks, who are the best two hookers? Uh, I think it's Grant, then Daylight. Um, I've been pretty high on the Jeremy Marshall King train. Uh, you guys that have been following me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram know that I'm a huge JMK fan um, if you if you have the trades. Um, but personally, I would just be running one hooker. Uh, it's not a position to worth make worth making big risky trades for. Um, I think you could just have uh, Harry Grant and then someone like a Zach Docker Clay is enough um, for the hooker position. Uh, Sim Cano asks, how many solid options should we have for reserves? Uh, I've always said in a perfect world, I think a team of 19 is the, is the perfect number. It gives you two solid AE options um, if you need to loop. If anyone's ruled out, you've got those guys to come in. You could probably switch them up on matchups. Um, for me, 19 is probably the, the perfect number. And the last question of the day comes from Original Gazman, and he asks, what is the perfect 17 for the run home? Now, this is going to be very subjective, um, person by person. It's how they rate uh, different players and in what position. But for me, I would run Harry Grant and no other hooker. I'd run AFB and Isaiah Papali'i in the front row. Tohu Harris, Angus Crichton, Tyson Frizzell, and David Fafita in the two RFs. Halfback, I would just run Cleary. Five-eighths, I would run Cody Walker and SJ. You could maybe get behind Cam Munster. I'm just worried that he'll be rested later in the stretch. Uh, for center wings, Brian Toe, Ruben Garrick, Valentine Hones, David Nofaluma, Jesse Raymond. Nofo is one of those guys that you just play based off matchups. And for the fullback, you've got Turbo and KP. Now, you've got other guys that you can fill in there to fill out, basically, as we touched on in the previous question, with your um, best 19 guys. You could chuck in a a James Fisher-Harris, or, or, or even a Matt Lodge, just for a consistent option. I know that he's not ideal, but um, in a perfect world, that's the 17 I'd have. But unfortunately, with the year that it's gone, very, very hard to have that perfect team. But I hope you enjoyed this sort of little brief Q&A segment of, I guess, the questions that people have for the run home. I think it's a pretty crucial time, especially especially with the five trades that we have coming up this week. Uh, I know there's a lot, been a lot of pages making... Uh, content, podcasts, whatever around them, I think it's it's warranted because it's, it's a very, very crucial time to for you guys that are up the top of the, the rankings to really nail your team for the run home and establish yourself over the rest of the field. Uh, for guys like myself that have struggled this year, I think it's a time to um, chuck some, some band-aids over the cracks and try and hold it together to get home. 
Uh, and that's the beauty of Supercoach. We get five trades to fix everything up and the previous mistakes. And uh, it's all about managing those trades to the run home. But uh, that's going to wrap it up, guys. Hopefully, uh, you enjoyed today's Q&A. If you didn't have your question answered, um, I either responded to you privately or it was a, a double-up question that uh, I answered today. So hopefully, you got all your answers. For now, keep your friends close and keep your pods closer.